I am afraid of pigeons. They just give no f***s. Like, if you're trying to walk through them, they, like, walk towards you or, like, fly towards you. A bird could come, fly into you, and take your eye out. Hello and welcome to Your Weirdest Fears. I'm your host, Larry Mullins. This podcast explores the weird, the wacky, things that people are afraid of, including how to survive it, like a pigeon attack. Yes, you just heard from Yadara Self and the managing producer of podcast, Femi Redwood, who also has an intense fear of pigeons. Here in New York City, it may feel like there are more pigeons than people, but that's not the case. There are eight times as many people in the city, but pigeons will stand out a little. They look different, pooping on us, that is, flying way too close for comfort. And once, a pigeon even got trapped on the subway. These birds do carry mites now and fleas on the serious note, as well as other diseases. But should we be worried about a pigeon attack? For that, we turn to the expert, Christopher Paul Jones. He is a phobia expert who has treated people with ornithophobia. Chris, am I saying that right? That's correct. Yep. Ornithophobia. So how likely is a pigeon attack? To be attacked by a pigeon, almost unheard of. Like the idea of the eyes getting pecked out, that's not going to happen. Yeah, if you have food, they might go for it. But if you see a bunch of pigeons, though, and they are flying away, could you inadvertently feel like you're being attacked when they all take off at once right in your face standing on the sidewalk in the park? Well, that is the point. That is what a phobia is. It's an irrational fear. So the fear that they're going to attack is what people are scared of, and that can sometimes cause the problem. So, you know, people start running or panicking or tripping over and hurting themselves because they've watched too many horror movies. So how common is that fear? It depends on what studies you read. It is in the top 15, I believe, phobias, depending on the category. So I think it comes about number 14. So it's below flying, it's below spiders and public speaking, but it's pretty high up there considering how small and you know generally insignificant birds tend to be. What is it about pigeons that are so terrifying to people? Like all fears, it really depends on the person. For some, it's that perception of disease, that they're feathered rats or whatever, and people are scared that they're going to get the germs. Some people, you know, it's triggers when they were younger, and then they start believing that they're in danger. I will switch to the other side of the street for a pigeon because I just don't trust being around them. Yeah, some people couldn't look at a picture of a pigeon. Some people could hear the word pigeon. Like, so they go, oh, I read it on your website saying, and I'm freaking out. Pigeon, 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 pigeon. Yeah, pigeon. exactly. Other, yeah, well, <laughs> some people, maybe. I mean, I had a client the other day who I'd never come across this before because most for most people, it's the visual. With a pigeon, it's the visual. And so this person was terrified of pigeons. And just like in London, you know, just like you have there, there's tons of pigeons. And he lived on the outskirts of London, would not come into London. His wife wanted to live in London. He wouldn't move there because of the pigeons. Yet he lived in the countryside where they had wood pigeons, which I don't know if they're just slightly fatter city pigeons. And he was absolutely fine with it. Oh, wow. One was triggering this intense fear. The other one, nothing. And it's so it's fascinating how different things affect different people, how it goes into their emotional mind. Well, maybe the skinnier pigeon looked desperate to him to eat somebody. <laughs> yes, it looks hungry. Yeah. Talking about this reminds me of the Hitchcock horror film, The Birds. Do you think that movie alone created the fear of not only pigeons, but birds in general? I think that probably did for birds what Jaws did for fear of swimming or Final Destination did for fear of flying. I think movies can have a massive impact on people's psyche, especially if you're a bit too young when you see them. So you Daracel, the person that expressed this fear in which we are talking today, expressed that pigeons don't give an F. Why don't city pigeons give an F? I think they 
pigeons just learned that we're a food source and that we're not actually going to hurt them for the most part. So they, yeah, they don't give an F. Were you afraid of pigeons as a kid? No, I was not afraid of pigeons, but I did have lots of phobias and anxiety as a kid. I mean, the reason I help people get over it is because it can limit people's lives. You know, people not traveling because they're scared, not leaving their house because they're scared. I mean, it can be that significant. And the problem is when people don't have this fear, and that's true for any phobia, they tend to dismiss it. Like, they'll just go, oh, look, there's a picture of a pigeon. But it's, for that person, it's a, it's a trauma. It's not logical. It's not rational. And trying to talk your way out of it often just makes you worse. You just beat yourself up, go, what's wrong with me? How do you help patients overcome their phobia? The first thing is realizing what is it that's making me feel this way? Now, there's going to be a couple of triggers, from, mostly from your past, that are going to cause you to feel that way. So the first thing is right, really figuring out what it is you're afraid of and where that comes from. And then really, there's, there's various different ways of taking out those triggers. So if you've ever come across Pavlov and his dogs, where you ring a bell, feed the dog, ring a bell, feed the dog, it's conditioned. You've been conditioned that this equals fear, even though you know logically it's not. So really it's unwinding that condition. So one quick way is just making it fun. So instead of seeing that pigeon as a flying rat, you see it, you know, what would happen if you imagined it having a little dance or having a cute face or looking like a cartoon or adding some comedy music when it's flying. You know, there's various things you can do to change your associations to those mental images. Is the fear likely to come back even when you quote unquote cure them of their phobia? If you've dealt with the core issue, it doesn't tend to come back, no, because you've changed your whole association. It's like refiling something. So it was filed under fear, now it's filed under calmness. When we see pigeons here on the sidewalk in New York, they're kind of bold here, Chris. Is that because they're just conditioned? They know us, they're used to it or whatever and figure, hey, ain't nothing gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, you're the food supply. I'm waiting for you to drop the, that sandwich or whatever, yeah. How are you with pigeons, by the way? So I don't have a fear of pigeons. I honestly, I feel like pigeons are New York. Back when I was a child, we used to call them town birds because you'd only see them when you go into town. I grew up in the ghetto. So that was part of the deal. You know, now that it's been put down front as part of this forum and this podcast, I'm thinking, hmm, should I be afraid? But uh, you've got to put me at ease. So you've done your job today. Oh, great. You're going to need to call the podcast manager, Femi Redwood, who is paranoid of pigeons as well, and give her some intervention. She thinks the pigeons will take her eyes out. Because their beaks are very, very sharp. And so considering we have so many pigeons around New York City, they could easily take my eye out. And like, I'm so serious about this. This is not even a joke. Can you leave us with a final word on that and put everybody at ease? Yeah, there's no evidence that that's ever happened. No one's ever had their eyes pecked out by a pigeon. It doesn't happen. Okay. And so the best way to get rid of a pigeon is to what? Just not feed them? I mean, just turn the other way and avoid it, really, I would say, if you're scared. But knowing the size of you and the size of them, there isn't really a lot to be afraid of. They're just living their life, looking for their food, doing the same thing that you are, trying to get by, really, you know. Christopher Paul Jones, you have allayed my fears and hopefully someone else listening to this podcast. Thank you, Chris. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for listening to your weirdest fears. I want to know your fears. So share them and you could be featured in the podcast. You can email us at your weirdest fears at odyssey.com. There's a link in the episode description. If you are enjoying this show, please rate, review, and subscribe to us. You can find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Your Weirdest Fears is a production of 1010 Wins and WCBS News Radio 880. Special thanks to our producers, Jill Webb and Dempsey Pilot, pulling the trigger on this one. And 
Andy Egan Thorpe is our audio engineer. Femi Redwood, who's afraid of visions, is the managing producer of podcasts. Oh, Tim Scheld is the WCBS News Radio 880 brand manager. And Mr. Ben Meverack is the 1010 Wins brand manager. I'm your host, Larry Mullins, who's not afraid of pizzas. Thanks for listening.